Hello, everyone, and welcome to Type 2, Take 2, a diabetes-centered web uh, podcast where we discuss, hash out, laugh at, and try to get to the nitty-gritty of what makes our Type 2 diabetes so horrific, or what makes it, you know, part of our bodies. <laughs> we don't want this. We don't really want this at all. We want to be able to um, get rid of this. And along the way of getting rid of type 2 diabetes, which can be done with a proper, uh, a proper healthy diet. And I'm not talking about, well, we'll get into that later. But anyways, uh, besides that, we also want to talk about the things that people don't talk about, the things that are kind of embarrassing, the things that kind of get us um, a little bit embarrassed if we can say that in any case this is just an introduction to let you know what we're talking about this will cover many many things and some things may not even be uh, diabetes related but coming from a diabetic person of eight years i'm pretty sure that you can take my word for it or not (laughs) it's up to you in any case thank you so much for joining me along with this uh, podcast this new podcast I hope you enjoy it. Share it with some friends. I will be uh, providing resources as well as trying to help you as best as I can to manage your type 2 diabetes. I am not a doctor. I'm not a medical personnel. I am just someone who has experienced diabetes and am quite tired, actually, of experiencing the, the, the pitfalls of falling back into my old habits. You know, when you think you got it controlled and then (laughs) you don't. In any case, that's just a little snippet of what's going to be going on on this podcast. So if you're interested, stay tuned because there'll be more coming. This is Danielle and you've, you've joined me at Type 2, Take 2. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Type 2 Take 2 with Danielle Wallet. I am here today, and I'm very excited to be back with you all this Sunday afternoon, evening, depending on where you are. <laughs> and here with me, I have the lovely, the gorgeous, the beautiful Renee Wallet. Hey, Renee. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, I'm okay. Thank you. What about you? I'm, you know, I'm doing pretty well, too. I'm doing pretty well. I'm a little tired, but that's all right. That's what happens when you live, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and plus, where we are, it's uh, well, close to 10 o'clock p.m., that is. So, yeah, I can imagine it. you bit tired. Yeah, yeah. But it's okay as I go on. That feels good. Make sure you guys drink plenty of water and stretch. Yes. Don't forget to do that. Rinse yourself. Your yes. intestines and stuff. <laughs> yeah, rinse yourself. That's good. Water. Water. Plenty of water. So uh, I like I like you asked. I'm doing well. I actually did a lot of food prepping today. Yeah, I noticed. I'm excited about that. I made some egg salad with tuna. Woohoo! Yes, I don't want to say tuna and egg salad because it's like one can to like eight eggs. So. Yeah, you can call that an egg salad with a. 
Just say yeah, the tuna in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a hint. What do they say here? It flew over. The um the tuna flew over. The the <laughs> like when they say you um you add a flavor or something to your drink or your or your food they and but there's there's like really no flavor. They say they flew over it. Mm, that would be the first time for me to hear something. What? Like that, I never saw a tuna fly anyway. So. Oh wow. <laughs> That's not what I mean either. Yeah, but I get I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like especially when I'm talking about coffee or whatever, or I'm saying, Oh yeah, I made chicken noodle soup and there's like only the flavor or only the bouillon. They say, Oh, the chicken must have flown over. Okay. <laughs> At least that's what Maraika said. That was funny. All right. <laughs> yeah, but it's a it's a wonderful day. I did a lot of food prepping and I'm very excited to say that because now the week is kind of planned. Yeah, and it's all keto, I saw. Yeah, absolutely. It's and I a, tasted some of it. it. Tasted real good. Yeah, so did you that's like wonderful. It? Yeah, I loved it. Hey, we talked about the mayo last time. Did you enjoy the mayo? Uh, yeah, I did. Nice. You yeah. guys hear that? Yeah. That's the thing. I can kick it in like in this uh, podcast right away. That keto food is amazing. It really is. And I, I think agree. people should know because when I started to eat keto, I was like, man. Everything I used to love, I can't have no more. And now this keto thing comes up and uh, I, I had to get used to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Because in the beginning we had that bread, especially with bread. <laughs> and uh, we had those, the German, I think it was from Germany or something. Yeah, the autumn spot. Oh, man, that bread was horrible, really. It had nothing to do with bread at all. And it, it was horrible. But now the bread is like, I told you that like the day before yesterday, I can't remember. But yeah. It was even better than the bread we buy in, a, in any supermarket or it's real good. Yeah, I would like to believe that. And it's so I'm true. Just, I'm just going to. <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, you know me, I'm a, I'm a bread person. I like to eat bread, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know that I didn't eat a lot of bread in the beginning no more because I was like, mm, nah, this, this is not bread. And this is like really bread. This is real good. It's really, really, really good. Well, I'm very excited to hear that. And it's toastable. That and too. that makes a big difference. Hey, you guys, if you're interested in the bread, let us know. Actually, you don't even have to let us know, but it'd be nice if you like gave us a rating or something. You can always go to the website, theluckystove.com, and go on to uh, just type in bread recipe, and you'll find uh, one to two breads there. They are, they do have gluten in them. I do have to let you know that. But if you're not sensitive to gluten, then these are the breads for you, I promise. Yeah. And like you said, yeah, let us know, talk to us, because, I mean, so we can learn a lot, too, because we learn every day, right? Absolutely. And I will be adding some more recipes to that website. But, again, I don't want you to forget that you can reach out to us specifically on Instagram at type2take2, or you can email us at type2diabetes,take2 at gmail.com. Of course, the links will be down below, so there you have it. It's always in the show notes. You just click, read, and enjoy. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Awesome. Well, you guys, next week, we also have someone very lovely uh, stopping by. Her name is Kim. She's going to teach you how to kick fear in the face. So I hope that you stay tuned for next week, Sunday. And I hope that you all give her some love. Now, we are. Uh, she has so much awesomeness to say, so it may depend on how long it takes for me to edit it, whether or not it'll be split into two or not. But I believe that her message is worth listening to straight across. Just to let you know, I got 
I got, I keep on saying chicken skin because I can't think of it in, in English anymore, but it's uh, goosebumps. goosebumps. Oh my word. Thank you. <laughs> the Dutchman tells me that it's goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. Chicken skin might come across as, uh, um, you know, <laughs> kind of weird. In Dutch, kippenvel. Yeah. It, it makes sense. But yeah. In English, chicken, chicken. Like, oh, I got chicken skin. Did you fry it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, make sure you fry it. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I do want to let you all know that we are going to be talking about something very interesting. If you didn't check the title, it is how much does diabetes weigh? Because that is very, very, very important idea and thought to get across, as well as to explain uh, some things. But before we do, I do want to let you know, because I always try to give a story. No one, uh, I, I, I would love if you would email some of your stories to me. It doesn't have to be an interview type story, but just something. So that way I can go ahead and let other people know that they're not alone in their diabetes, because that is one of the biggest things. Yes, a lot of people know about diabetes, but really not everybody understands what you have to go through in diabetes. So for example, my sister and I, when I lived in California, we walked on what you call the bluffs. Now, on the bluffs, it was a very beautiful place, I felt, and you could overlook the uh, the oil fields. And it was a very beautiful place, pretty much carved out of a cliff, of a rock, oh, a mountain, whatever you want to call it. And uh, in that, we, uh, we just took walks, and it was great, it was beautiful, sunshiny, birds singing, all the good stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Well... In my uh, walk with her, we were we were having a great old time, and guess what happened? I, I have to guess. Well, I mean, you can try to guess. If you're diabetic, you can probably guess with you know, and probably be right with anything I say. But what happened was, I all of a sudden had to use the restroom. Mm -hmm. I all of a sudden had to use the restroom. Do you know that there are no toilets on the bluffs? I didn't know. I've been there, but I didn't know. No, I didn't. <laughs> there are no toilets. There may be now. It's been a, a few years since I've been there, mm -hmm. but there are no toilets Ooh. on the bluffs. So, you know, my sister, she was really trying to encourage me. She said, you know, just sit down, just sit down. And so it'll, so that the, the feeling would abate. Yeah. But that's not what I understood. We were by her car. And so I did sit down. I opened up her door and I sat down. And you know what? You let it go. I let it go. <laughs> That's not what she meant. That's not what she meant. She's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and we were parked on the street, very public and everything. But what was I going to do? Yeah. I had to go. And it was so sudden. Yeah. There's was... one thing about when you when you're diabetes, you gotta go, you gotta go. You exactly. can't stop it. You can't. You really can't. If you have if your diabetes is under control, then you probably have a better you know, you, you can probably feel it better, but when it's not, I mean, urination is just like, you just be, you have to be prepared. Yeah. I got that. I got that too. There's yeah. many times that, um, I'm embarrassed really. And, uh, and I, to me, it was very bad anyways, because I mean, I work outside, right. At, yeah. Or inside, but I mean, I work at several places because I, um, a painter decorator and, um, 
There's been many times that I had to go toilet or yeah. whatever, and I gotta go, and I'm in a high reach or whatever. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even inside the house, man, you witnessed yes. it, right? Yes. I gotta take walk like like what is it like twelve steps or whatever, but I can't make it to the to the toilet because I can't. I just can't. You just can't. You can't stop it. You gotta go. You gotta go. That's exactly right. And just just so you all know, you see, that's quite embarrassing. But I'm I'm telling you without shame that this stuff happens so if you find yourself with your bladder being out of control you're just finding yourself having to run to the restroom often and you haven't even had to use you haven't drank any water for example uh you should probably get that checked wouldn't you say yeah definitely and it's not even about i mean i, I can go without without a drink all day yeah and uh, that's what i notice anyways yeah i mean i've been diabetics for a couple of years now probably eight to ten years mm -hmm. and um you don't even have to drink a lot of water or anything to go to the toilet constantly anyways, because I mean, it's, I noticed that I have to go to the, to the toilet more often than before I was uh, diagnosed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. you would think that your bladder would be empty at a certain point. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It just keeps coming. It keeps coming. It's like, like the Niagara Falls or something. Yeah. <laughs> Whoosh. Well, I did want to just, you know, give you guys that, um, that thought. And to let you know that you're not alone. So if you are going through a few of these symptoms, which I will continue to talk about the symptoms of diabetes, not all at, all at once. Of course, you can always check it out. We'll leave some resources down below. So that way you can see where you can find some more information besides the American Diabetics Association. We do have some other resources available that you can check out. So I, just with that, we want to let you know, you, again, you're not alone. Embarrassing times come. And you just have to either deal with them and laugh or deal with them and cry. Yeah. But both ways come. <laughs> yeah. come. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you want it or not, but hopefully you can pick yourself up. You know, I don't know. Try to find, try to keep toilet paper with you at all times. And you know, just, it really, it really, um, it really matters. I mean, I can understand because I, I can imagine that you're upset or whatever because you feel which you're not understood or whatever. Yeah. Uh, people don't understand when they're not diabetic because you don't notice it. You can't see it. You know what I mean? Right. On the outside, you just seem fine. There's nothing exactly. wrong with you. And um, I felt a lot of frustration and anger at first. And and it took me years and years. It still happens every now and again that I get. Yeah, I can call it angry, basically. I, f I think it's anger because I feel misunderstood and um, I feel upset that... that uh, that I, can, that I almost feel there's, there's nothing I can do about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'd like to talk to people. It's And I always notice that it's, yeah, nice might be a, a wrong word, wrong, wrong choice of words, but still, let's call it nice. That it's it's nice when people understand you. Then Absolutely. They really understand you because they're going through the same thing. Yes, absolutely. And I learned so much still that what people tell me sometimes when, when they go through the same struggle, I mean, like, oh, really? I didn't know that. Right. So talk really talking really really helps when you're in the same situation as us. We learn from it as well. So exactly. Talk to us seriously. Again, talk to us because. Yeah. If you have any questions or if you just need somebody to understand you, feel free again to email us at type two diabetes take two at gmail .com. And again, that's right on there. We'll have the link on the description so that way you can look at the show notes. Just. Just click on it. <laughs> okay, so 
With that being said, I do want to talk about something that's really important to me and it's something that really hurt my heart, I have to say. It's how much diabetes weighs. And, you know, I was told that I needed to be a certain amount of weight for my diabetes to no longer be a problem or in existence. So that's what I was working towards, you know? Um, I was told that 80 kilo, well, 80 kilograms was the best for me. Now, Renee, you're quick at that. How, do you know how much that is in pounds? In in uh, in uh, Western society, like, so like in Europe, like American different? pounds. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, well, well. Is I'll that just like how it. much you said? 80 kilos. Yeah, 80 kilos. Yeah, we'll I have to think about it. Yeah, I was told to um, that I needed to be 80 kilos to ensure that I was no longer diabetic and that I would no longer be uh, in the danger zone. But can I tell you that when I was on my little journey of trying to lose weight, that was the only thing that was in my mind, lose the weight so I can get off the, get off the meds, lose the weight so I can get off the meds. But you know, even before I hit 80 kilos, um, I was off the meds and my blood sugar was leveled out. And I wasn't mood swinging, which is another symptom of, or another symptom of being diabetic, mood swings. Um, I wasn't hungry all the time. I wasn't urinating all the time <laughs> in the toilet or out of the toilet. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to be honest. Uh, I wasn't doing all those things. And that was well before 80 kilograms. So my question comes. How much does diabetes weigh? It sounds like a very arbitrary question, but how let's let's make it more straightforward. How much do you have to weigh to be diabetic? Think about that. Because society would have you have you think that the only way that you could be diabetic is if you're overweight. I I don't promise, but I promise. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the that's the the visual that I've gotten. That's the visual that I've received. That's the that's what I've heard in doctors' offices. Have you? I haven't heard that, but uh, I also think that I don't agree. Good. I, don't, I don't think it's I don't think that's that's true at all. Because I mean, just picture it yourself, right? You being it, it depends on how tall you are as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're like what six five, or you are five five eight. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're five eight and you're eighty kilos, yeah, you overweight. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. And if you're like six foot five and you're you're eighty kilos, they'd be like, Ooh, you bit on the you bit on the small size. You know what I mean? Not right. small like length wise, but like weight wise. I yeah. Mean, so I don't I don't really agree to that at all. I don't I, think that's true. Yeah. And I also I don't I don't know if it's. It's got only has to do with weight anyways, because I mean, I'm the only one in the family and in my family that's been diagnosed to have di di diabetics and there's no one and there are way many more people in my family that are way heavier than I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't even know. Of course, it's got to do with your your weight, I think, but I think it's more it's got to do with the weight. How did you become that heavy? Mm. I mean, do you eat a lot of uh sweets and and candy stuff like that and and i think it's, it's got more to do with that the, the stuff you, you take i think that's a better i think that's a better idea and better response as to what because you there i i 
going back to my original statement, I do honestly believe that when you, if you put two people next to each other and one is thicker than the other one, or let me just say fatter, and I apologize if that word offends you, but that's what people say, fat. Um, if one is fatter than the other, and, you, and, you, and then you ask a, someone, a stranger, which one do you think has diabetes? You know, they're not going to point at the thin person. Yeah, I can imagine that. You yeah. know, yeah. And that maybe that's socially trained. Maybe yeah. it's socially trained for us to think, oh, okay, it's the thin, oh, it's that, it's that thick person over there, the one who obviously doesn't take care of themselves and look at them, they're, well, they're overweight and they're heavy and they're not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're pointing it out already. That's yeah. what it is. I mean, obviously, if you if you look like you're, you're thin or you work out or whatever, yeah, they people, it's what you see. So you're right. Yeah, if you see a person that is bigger, you, you might think they eat a lot and they probably, that's what the people usually think, right? No, yeah. no offense to if I'm, like you say, insulting anybody, but that's the that's the the fourth pattern people got usually yeah there's a bigger yeah. person oh, they're probably lazy and they eat a lot or whatever yeah, they yeah. just sit they on the couch yes they yes. the only sport they do is on their remote control you right. know, watching the sport channels and that's it exactly yeah and you know I, I have to say and i have to be absolutely honest with you all i mean i was i wasn't diagnosed uh diabetic at a thin at a thin uh silhouette i wasn't i was i don't know how much i weighed at the time but when I, the last time I checked, when my diabetes was out of control, it I was at least 270, 280 pounds. That's American pounds. That's, you That's know, about 125 kilos, I guess. There we go. Yeah. It's nuts. It's nuts. So I can't, I can't say, oh, well, how dare you call me diabetic just because I'm, just because I'm fat. No, I was diabetic and I was fat. <laughs> but you know, now, now let's 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 take this a little bit further. Do you have to be fat or quote unquote overweight to be diabetic, or is there something that is in you that is in you? And God forbid, I hate to say it's in you because then you it makes you wonder. Well, why would I be cursed with this? But is there some is there something more to this? Do you have to be overweight to be diabetic? My personal vision? Yeah. You want to know? I, I mean, I didn't do no research on it. It's just common sense, if you had my common sense anyways. Yeah. No common sense isn't... Yeah, well, well <laughs> no, but if you look at it this way, right? I think I still think that it doesn't... It, 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 um, take a look at, uh, for instance, the. I think in the Western society, there are more people diabetic than when you look like... If you look at the Indians, like in the in the natives in in Brazil and stuff, that yes. live in the in the in the jungles, yeah, um, or the rainforest and stuff, these people uh, are never stressed. But these people hardly ever have diabetics, and you know why? why? Because they have another intake of food. They have they eat they eat healthy products. Look look at the the food. Anything you buy, look at what's 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 in there. Like what? E numbers and whatever. There's, oh. there's artificial sugars in there. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, stuff to color it or. Yeah. There's no natural food no more. The intake you have, even normal flesh if you, or meat, I mean, if you get a chicken breast, they inject it with water and uh, I don't know what. If you, yeah, if all you, kinds of hormones. Yeah. If you look at a steak yeah. in, in, the, in the supermarkets over here, the steaks look pink. Yeah. Because the eye wants something too, right? And you yeah. think, oh, that steak looks good. No steak, trust me. 
<laughs> no steak looks pink. That that dark brown. You know what I mean? Oh, so that stuff added to it. That doesn't sound tasty. No, but you know, but, <laughs> but you that's the truth. Point? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of it is is in what we take, what we eat. Yeah. That's what makes you diabetic. That's what I think. Because the same thing, I'm I'm just we're not going to get into that, but it's the same with kids being um all this hyper ADHD nowadays, right? Yeah, yeah. In my youth, uh, okay, you may know my I'm I'm pretty old. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna say well, I'm, I'm about my fifties, but <laughs> and when I was young, you never heard about that. Okay. How many kids do you see nowadays, youngsters that have ADHD or yeah. are being diagnosed like that? Because that's because of all these numbers they take in, I think, sugars and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And all the hormones that have been altering the foods. Exactly. Uh, those those hormone altering, those those hormones alter the hormones of the human body, and it it I, it couldn't be it can be passed down generational by generation because the the mother gives all of the 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 things that are necessary to the child when it's born, uh, if it's uh, through the birth canal, and all of that is given along with it. So with it comes all of the other. The, the garbage that we've consumed and they don't, the children only have the fighting chance that their parents gave them. Yeah. And there is so, but there is also that other part where they don't, where they can fight for themselves as well. But all those hormone altering foods that we consume that I think that plays a big role, like you said, in, in diabetes. And I, we're not talking type one diabetes folks. Uh, that's an autoimmune disease. That's something that I'm not touching because I, I can't attest to that one way or another. But where what we're talking about is where lifestyle could play a role, yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, do you, but I mean, do I have to be like uh, the goat to 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 really make it happen? I'm talking about the goat who's the greatest of all time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do I have to be? Do I have to be Neymar? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just I'm not saying that 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 that's the case or there's effect or at least not at least not a state effect, but I'm just saying that that's what I think because yeah. go to anywhere you go and um, anywhere you go, go to a fancy restaurant or whatever mm-hmm. and they put some stuff in your in your food. Oh, they have fillers that makes you, you know, they can give you small portions, but you you still feel like you're satisfied because they put stuff in there that makes you feel full. Yes, absolutely. It's just a little example, but yeah. there's always unnatural stuff, I think, in, in food and, and a lot of stuff is what you buy nowadays, like candy or whatever, there's so much trash in there. So would you say then that the people who are thicker, who consume the same things that the thinner people eat, are more at risk for diabetes than the, those who are thinner? I think so, yeah. Because I was reading some, I was reading up on on this just because I know that there's more to it than, I know that there's more to it than just being fat. And I, I'm saying fat, y'all. And again, please do not take offense because I called myself fat. I, I'm in that. I was in the category. I'm. St- I still consider myself um, not. Me, can I explain that for you? Good? Yeah, go ahead. Because I just think that when you say bigger, it's not like like you say. You're not trying to. We're not trying to offend or insult people. But when you're bigger, I mean, you're probably taking more of that stuff, right? So you're taking too much of those. Uh, E, e numbers or whatever you're taking too much of the stuff the, the artificial stuff they put in food candy or whatever nowadays if you take too much obviously you 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 grow bigger right that's true that's true but what about the ones who are insulin sensitive the ones who just 
It has nothing to do with what they're eating, but because they, they're already insulin sensitive from birth, there's nothing they can do about it. So what they eat is more on them than, for example, the person who is insulin resistant or rather insulin, those who, those who are, yeah, those who are fighting the, their body, their bodies are fighting against insulin. Those who, who are, you know, having these problems with their insulin, what about them? Are they more susceptible then than the ones who have a normal insulin, uh, a normal insulin response? I think that's very hard to answer. At least for me, it is. It's like I said, I'm, I'm, as far as we know, I'm the only one in the family, yeah. in my family, that ever, and I'm not just saying like my father, my mother, and my sister, but I mean the whole family, like my mom's sisters and her brother and their kids, none of them ever been diagnosed uh, diabetic. So how come I'm the only one? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You see, that, that plays a role with your genetics. That's your genetics. We are all individuals. But and, are you saying it? If this yeah. has got a role with my genetics, how come I'm the only one? Well, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We, we, we are created, you know, and we have our own genes. Mm -hmm. And I believe that your genes has their have their own part as well. Yeah. But but that that's your answer. I mean, that's why I don't know. You know that yeah, that makes sense. You know, we we're all bio individuals, and that can that does play a role. But you see, what I didn't understand is why. Because I walked around in it, you know, I was fat and I walked around in it and it was automatically presumed that I didn't take care of myself at all. It was automatically presumed that I didn't take care of myself at all. And it, and it was affecting pretty much not really how I looked at myself, but how I looked at other people. And so, um, yeah, well, not how I looked at other people because other people... I love people, but they didn't, they didn't care about how it affected me, how they looked at me. And really I have a, I don't care attitude a lot when it comes to people and how they, um, how they consider me, because I feel that if I love myself, I love myself, but I wasn't loving myself. I looked at myself and I was unhappy. You were there that night when I was going through the uh, BMI chart, right? Yeah. And oh my goodness, what started off as just a little uh, project for class turned into like a very emotional time, am I right? Yeah. I mean, it was a little rough for me. Yeah, but that's because the, the, the bigger part of society is what I think um, they want to, or they don't want to visualize. They just, they just, I think they visualize that a, sm a small or thin person, a slim person, it's more healthy and it looks better. <clears throat> that's what a lot of people think. I don't. Yeah. But that's me. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I just like. Thank uh, goodness. <laughs> yeah, but I can understand yeah, that that uh, even if you're not diabetic, a lot of women go through that, that yeah. they got a certain. Yeah, well, that's Image. an ideal picture, right? Yeah. Look at look at um, models and stuff. Yeah. To me, they look like, I think they, they look like they're sick or whatever. You know, you yeah. got to eat some stuff. I always think when I look at them, you must be hungry. Yeah. Or you sick or something. Go eat some food. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. But okay. It doesn't make sense about what you, you were talking about. Really, but. Well, I mean, your, your, your input made sense anyways. 
Well, we're going to be right back and we'll continue with this discussion and uh, a word from our uh, sponsor. We'll be back after the break. Welcome all back in. Thank you so much for listening to that uh, that announcement for Anchor FM. We really appreciate their services. This is how we are able to podcast and for free. So don't forget to uh, check out anchorfm.com to find out what you can do to create a to create a podcast. Anchor, that's anchor.fm. Now, what we what I was saying was. And this is what I found very important because I found it very, very uh, hurtful to me. I went online. I was I was studying for class. I was learning how to calculate for BMI for not just me, but for the people I will be working with because I'm studying to be a keto uh, keto living certified coach. And in mess in typing in my numbers, I was way off according to the the calculator. I was way off balance and you saw my face yeah. and you heard me. And I, I think there were tears in my voice. <laughs> I, I heard you. Or I heard you. You heard me. You heard okay. me. Okay. Yeah. There were tears in my, I, I, I can almost say there were tears in my voice. That could have been hormones, but I'm pretty sure that I was offended and, and it, it made me sad because I said, well, what about all this hard work that I've been doing? But you know, it was, it still labeled me as obese. I was obese at 270 pounds. When you're 270 pounds, yeah, I can understand. <laughs> and obesity is supposed to lead to diabetes. I mean, am I, am I not, am I not correct in saying that? Because that's what people say. That's what, if you better watch your weight and eat right and exercise, otherwise you can you're gonna be at risk for diabetes. Exactly, and there's a difference, and that's important. Now we're having this 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 uh this discussion. The risk is there to be to be. Yeah, know? yeah. But it doesn't mean that you have to be. Yeah, the threat is always there and it's actually looming. I think it hangs over my head, it hung over my head, but I didn't understand what they were talking about. Lose weight and exercise. Look, I was already fat when I went to the doctor's office and they said, oh, you need to lose weight and exercise and eat right. Well, what is that to me? What is that to me? I mean, and that and that'll be another podcast. I mean, and that would be is eating is eating healthy is being healthy, a rich man's sport. But that's for another day. So let's just set that aside for a moment. But keep that. Listen for that, folks. Is is being healthy, a rich man's sport. Just hold on because that one's coming. But back to this. I mean, when I was at the doctor's office, when I was at the clinic, all they said, and I was on Medi-Cal, by the way, so I don't know if that had any bearing on what they did or did not say. I mean, it was government money. No, so, they would all say the same. Oh, you'd be surprised. No, here, here in the Netherlands, they might all say the same, but in other places, not so much. They're very, depends on your insurance, what they can and cannot Yeah, say. I can imagine. You know, that's a whole different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's what it was. Medi-Cal is a government, uh, yeah. government insurance. But you basically just answered it yourself. The doctors say eat healthy. So there you go. Yeah, but what was healthy for me? That's that's a yeah, that's a good question. You know, for all I knew, I mean, it was very. I knew vegetables were healthy, and I knew fruits were healthy, and I knew this was healthy, and that was healthy. But guess what? 
even when I started eating vegetables and fruit, my blood sugars were still high. Yeah. My 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 hormones were out of whack. All of these things that were told to me to be healthy, they weren't they weren't healthy for my body. Bio, that's, yeah. That's very good that you bring this up because that that that's a real important thing because healthy now or healthy then is unhealthy now. Yeah. And that that, that always make me wonder as well. When they say because you got to find you got to figure that out right once you're being diagnosed diabetics diabetes when the, when the doctors told you in the past like you got to eat healthy yeah you're thinking fruits vegetables potatoes right yeah. all that stuff yeah sweet potatoes yeah like sports 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 people they mm -hmm. like to, they eat a lot of pasta right yeah. right before they lots of carbs yeah, yeah lots of carbs yeah carb up yeah that's good so you think sports yeah healthy. energy woo yeah and all the things now when you when 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 I'm being diagnosed or now I'm I'm diabetic, I'm diabetes. Um all these things now are bad for me. Yeah. Potatoes, no, that's not healthy for me. Pasta, <laughs> no, very unhealthy for me. Rice, very unhealthy. Fruits, yeah, I can have fruits, but not too much. But that's unhealthy for me. And I'm thinking, and, and then they say some fruits are good, natural sugars. Yeah. So it's so complex and it's so hard to know and um find out what's healthy for you yeah. that is good to talk about it and, and find it out for yourself to make a plan what's healthy yeah but true. Yeah. yeah it's unendless when you when you're uh when you got this this illness it's yeah unendless it's unending, yeah yeah because you got to make plans but you don't want to make food plans because it's top sport right right i mean I was like, if I if I feel like chocolate tomorrow, I want to eat chocolate. <laughs> hey, it doesn't work like that no more, you know. I nope. mean, you can still do it, but yeah. it's a silent killer. Yeah, it will kill you, right? Yeah, if you're not careful about what type of chocolate you eat, this is not a, this is not sponsored by Lily's Chocolates. Uh, they are sugar free, stevia sweetened, and they are good to go as far as uh, diabetes is concerned. But if you are going to go to your local store. And go pick up a, a random piece of chocolate. Well, you're just out of luck, kid. Yeah. <laughs> but this was just a little. Um, this was just call it an attachment. This was just an, another uh, uh, another thing in what you said. Healthy. What's healthy? You got to yes. eat healthy. Yes. It's so it's so it's so wide when you got this. It's so hard to be knowing what to do and all that stuff. So I'm sorry that I interrupted you, but well, continue. no, it's okay. You 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 have that on your mind. You had to get it out. So it comes right back to that same question. How much does diabetes weigh? If I'm going to stand in a crowd and look for the person who's diabetic in the crowd, type two, because type one, I mean, you would, most type one diabetics are quite thin, actually. And I, I'm saying most, that's not going, I'm not talking about those of you who aren't. I'm not, I mean, but from what I've seen, most type one diabetics are quite thin. What about the type two diabetics? If I'm gonna stand and look in a crowd and somebody says, find the diabetic in a crowd, you know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna do, guys? And I mean, this is not this is non-discriminatory. This is exactly this is just what it is, because it's what we've been trained to look for. Look for the person who is overweight. Then you are more likely to find the person who's diabetic. But I have to tell you that, you know, diet, diabetes, uh, diabetes talk.net, for example, 
explains how you can also be thin and be diabetic. What is overweight? Does, does your BMI matter? Does your body mass index matter? Does your genetics play a role? I mean, you can't control your genetics. You can't even control being black, white, Asian. You can't control being Native American. You cannot control being a minority. And according to uh, many, re much research, most research, you can. this is general knowledge research, if you are a minority, you are more at risk for diabetes. So. Yeah, I agree. So, so what happens then? What happens? Okay. Well, I choose not to be diabetic. So hmm, I choose this culture instead. I choose this race instead. I always say there's only one race and it's the human race, but just for, just for continuity, I choose this race, for example. I mean, okay, fine. So there I am choosing this race. Oh, I took myself out of the diabetes uh, uh, role now because I've, put myself in a less likely manner of diabetes. But then is that nurture or is that nature? Because minorities are normally known to eat less healthier foods and they have less income of sort to buy healthier foods. Yeah, there you go again, it comes back to the healthy part. Yeah, and then what is healthy? That's, that's what I mean. It's so yeah. complex. Yeah, because it really has to do with your body and your bio-individuality. So I keep coming back to this, and you're probably wondering, well, how much does diabetes weigh? You know? And maybe it was an arbitrary question, but maybe there is no scale for diabetes. It's the buildup on weight of, of bad food you take in, I think, like unhealthy food. That's but that's what I, I I probably keep keep saying all the time. It's the bad stuff you take in, all these colors and and e numbers and whatever is in your food nowadays, like sweets or whatever or anything anything outside of. Um, in the past, I, I, let, let me let me tell you this way because that's what I keep thinking all the time. In the past, when I was younger. People would prepare their food. They would cook their food. They would go to a butcher. They would go to a... Nowadays, you go to a supermarket, you got everything. It's mm -hmm. just like a, you buy a little box and boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. You buy a little carton and you got all your e-numbers or whatever artificial taste thing in there. And uh, okay, here's your Chinese dish. Here's your Asian dish. Here's your Russian dish. Any any dish from any country, you can get it in the supermarket. Yeah. And you, you, you open up a second, you add a little water. Yeah. And uh, boom, there's your taste. You know what I mean? It's all artificial. Yeah. And in the past, people, uh, well, that's what I, I consider to be healthy food. People would go to the the butchers to get their meat. They would go to uh, any short uh, shop to get their vegetables. Um, they just they just picked more healthy food, I think. Mm. And it was it wasn't as artificial as it is nowadays because if you if you look what you're eating and what you're getting. It's, it's so artificial. Yeah, it is. It is, it and is. that's unhealthy. So the more, to answer your question, the more artificial stuff you take in, the bigger you grow on it, the, the more weight, 
the more chance you get to be being diagnosed diabetes. And the reason that you grow larger with those is because it's an assault on your endocrine system. There, there you go. It's an assault on your hormones. And insulin is a hormone. And when your hormones are assaulted and become less efficient, then they cannot work for you the way they're supposed to. So are they, are they you call that insulted? Uh, assaulted. Uh, assaulted, sorry, yeah. I thought you said insulted. Assaulted, yes. Yeah. So it's assaulted. Why do you think it's assaulted? Because it's it's uh, it's trying to fight. Yeah, it attacks, it attacks your hormone. Your, your body is made to do certain things. And yeah, and it fights stuff that it's not known to. Yeah. Your body's not like people, people the same with milk. There's a lot of people that got milk intolerance, right? Because mm-hmm. our bodies still aren't used to uh, taking cow milk, yeah. for instance. Yeah. We think we are and we drink it, mm-hmm. but our bodies still aren't, aren't used to it. I would I would beg to differ and say that it's not our bodies that are not used to the cow milk, but it's what they've done to the cow milk. That could be the case as well. There are so many hormones in our current cow milk, unless you get it directly farm fresh. Artificial, see, there you go, yes. artificial. Yes, because, and, and and in some places, it is illegal to get raw milk. Most places, it's illegal to get raw milk. But if you get raw milk, you're not getting all of those things that are also uh, that are also affecting your milk, uh-huh. which in turn gives you a, a better a better quality milk. Yeah, and I think that when the insul- when the hormones of the food are also altered it affects us we can consume things our bodies were created to consume things our bodies were made milk and honey the bible talks about milk and honey and i was excited and of course you know you talk about the bible you think milk and most of you probably think sheep or goat but what if they're i mean what if you are drinking cow milk god promises milk and honey and guess what i can't have honey anymore because my (laughs) and i can't have and i can't have milk anymore but milk is a natural product yeah yeah and i can't have it because my hormones are so messed up from door through the endocrine system of my insulin i can't have it anymore yeah and so again it comes right back to that question that big question how much does diabetes weigh and i think the answer is it weighs as much as the the defectiveness of your hormones. As yeah, it weighs as much as your hormone can take. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, that was uh pretty intense. <laughs> Would you say a little bit? Hopefully that wasn't too much for you to handle, but you need to keep this in mind because. If diabetes weighs as much as your hormones can take, then you need to take a look at what you are doing to your hormones. That would be in line with what you're eating and how you're letting the food affect you. Because that's the bigger, that would be the bigger question, the bigger problem. There are many things that we can control by food. I'm not, we don't have the power of the world in our hands. That's not our job, but it is our job to take care of our temple. Our temple is ours to care for. And if we don't care for it, then who will? Exactly. And believe me, I'll be the last one to say that I've done a great job. But guess what? I'm doing it now. And if I can do it, you can do it. Exactly. Right? And you are, yes. 
Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. And I and I really want to encourage you all for you to do it too. Don't let these sad stories, laugh stories, funny stories, stories about how diabetes got the best of us or how don't let those be your swan song. Step up, pick up your sword, say I'm going to be a soldier for myself and fight for yourself. Don't let yourself get so defeated. Do not let yourself be defeated because you don't have time for that. You have a life to live. Exactly. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I do want to, uh, well, I guess that was encouragement, really. I was going to say I want to give you a word of encouragement, but that just flew out. So I guess it was for, it was for you. Um, if you have any questions, if you feel like you just want to talk, you can't, you could probably try to call me, but the international calls, the, the cost is going to be too much. You can always email us. Yeah. Type 2 diabetes take 2 at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram. You know, say hi. Hey, listen to your podcast number, blah, blah, blah. Hi. And uh, that's just at type 2 take 2. We're here. I'll put some uh, we'll, I'll put some of the resources below, such as where I got some of the information, such as diabetestalk.net. I'll put that down so that way you can check it out yourself and read it. Don't forget that you can also read it through the American Diabetic Association. Um, if you do not live in the United States, as I don't, <laughs> there are other uh, there are other available means of researching what is diabetes out besides Google. But furthermore, don't forget that you can make a difference. You can make a change. You can change your life. You do not have to be stuck in your diagnosis. Diagnosis does not have to have. It's not the end. It's, it's not, not the end. Yeah. No, it does not have to have you in a chokehold. Yeah. Right. And it's not definite. Yeah. And it's not definite. You can reverse this. Exactly. So thank you all for joining us. And we wish you a wonderful night, wonderful day. Wonderful week. This is Sunday, so it's the start of a new week. And be sure to listen to the next episode of Type 2 Take 2, where you'll be hearing from Kim Alleman. She is a health coach, and she is awesome. She's going to give you her story, tell you what it's about. And again, if it seems a little too long, I'll split it up. But I promise that it is worth listening to the whole thing, the whole interview, because she gives some, some truth bombs and some tidbits and some, and some encouragement. And I think that if I was touched, you will definitely be touched. So till next time, guys, thanks again for joining us at Type 2 Take 2. And uh, have a great day. Have a great day. We're waving. You can't see, but we're waving at you. <laughs> yeah, we're waving. Bye. <laughs> Bye.